It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is time to dive into some offensive tackle evaluation for the 2023 NFL Draft as it pertains to the Miami Dolphins, starting with Oklahoma's Anton Harrison. Who he is, how he'd fit, and where the Dolphins would be able to draft him if they wanted to add him to the roster for 2023. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Dolphins fans? It is Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network, and we are talking about some offensive tackles here, most notably Anton Harrison of Oklahoma as the 2023 prospect series turns its eyes towards the offensive tackle position as requested by all of you. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, about a decade as a draft nick now, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino, podcast dedicated to team building across the NFL, and that includes the NFL Draft. And uh, very excited here uh, to dive into the offensive tackle position. Obviously, it's a hot-button topic for Dolphins fans just about everywhere. Where are the meaningful upgrades to the Dolphins in the offensive tackle spot between right tackle and left guard? and uh, the, the Dolphins' lack of traction on adding meaningful players that potentially could end up being starting caliber players for the Dolphins in 2023 versus the likes of Liam Eikenberg and Austin Jackson. And I get it, right? I'm in the same boat that you guys largely are where uh, I'd prefer not to see that be the case, <laughs> to, to say the least. So what we've done here is we have identified 10 traits that are specific to the offensive tackle position. And we're going to identify those first here on the show as we are diving into who Anton Harrison is. It's important to first recognize what the traits are that we are looking for in an offensive tackle in the system. So those 10 traits, I'll read through them, and then we're going to define them a little bit more once we get to segment two. Pass protection, lateral mobility, gravitational pull, 
football IQ or football intelligence, power at the point of attack, blocking in space, anchor ability, versatility, and hand technique. Those are the 10 traits in descending order of importance that I have down for playing offensive tackle for the Miami Dolphins in this system. So, Anton Harrison, Oklahoma. Why did I choose to do Anton Harrison first? Because I think he is uh, the most fascinating one of the top 10 names. When you cross-reference the elites that you know are going to be off the board by the time the Dolphins even sniff being on the board, and that's the Ohio State kids, Paris Johnson and Dewan Jones, uh, Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern, and Broderick Jones from, from Georgia. I'd probably include Darnell Wright in that exercise as well. Although maybe not. Uh, I've done that film study as well. I think there's some fascinating talking points there, but um, those are generally perceived to be the top four or five tackles in this class. I've done their evaluations and graded them for the Dolphins. Um, Then it's names like Jalen Duncan from Maryland, Anton Harrison from Oklahoma, Blake Freeland from BYU, Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse, Jordan McFadden from Clemson. These are the names we're going to explore. Anton Harrison out of this group was the one I was most eager to learn more about because he was an early entry into the 2023 NFL draft. He checked in at the NFL Combine at 6.042, so six foot four inches and two eighths of an inch, so six four and a quarter, 315 pounds, 34 and one eighths inch arms. He ran the 40-yard dash in 4.98 seconds, sub-five-second 40-yard dash from a 350-pound offensive tackle. That's going to catch your attention. And his jumps, 28.5 inches in the vertical and 105 inches in the standing broad jump, those are both 53rd and 62nd percentile, respectively, since 2000 of NFL Combine offensive tackles. So this is an above-average athlete with average size, Average arm length. So when you size adjust him, there's some really good forecast ability of of what this player can be. And of course, he played in the Big 12 at Oklahoma. And I'll be the first to say, I don't helmet scout, but I do conference scout a little bit. Just a little bit. I hate Big 12 football. (laughs) It's a lot more of the seven-on-seven kind of wide open and bad defense unless you're playing like three teams from the conference. So it's a very muddy evaluation for Anton Harrison. I will say that much. Uh, His top athletic comparables, according to mockdraftable.com for his NFL combine profile, are Christian Darisol, first-round offensive tackle from Virginia Tech that went to the Minnesota Vikings. That's a great name to invoke. Number two is James Carpenter from Alabama. Carpenter went on to have a successful career, played some inside, played some outside. Uh, Other meaningful players on this list, David Bakhtiari, Billy Turner, Chuma Idoga, kind of been a swing tackle for the Jets for a while, was a mid-round pick, and Matthew Bergeron. Bergeron is, of course, going to be the subject of a talk later this week when we do his spotlight specifically. So, From a size perspective, he checks the boxes he would expect for an offensive tackle. Uh, he started playing in 2020 as a true freshman. He's a four-star recruit from the Washington, D.C. area. He was an Under Armour All-America, 
selection. He had offers from schools like Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Boston College. Ended up going to Oklahoma. Played in nine games as a freshman. Uh, took over a starting role in 2021. Started 12 games at left tackle. And then in 2022, his first team all Big 12. Uh, started the season opener against UTEP at right tackle. And then started the other 11 games at left tackle before opting out of the Cheez-It Bowl against Florida State. So that's who Anton Harrison is. The question is, how would he fit? What kind of scheme fit are we talking about here? And some of this is going to be defined by what traits we are defining tackle prospects for for the Dolphins. And that's all the kind of stuff that you got to worry about when you are playing the ultimate GM game with us here on Locked on Dolphins. We have talked about Ultimate Football GM tirelessly, and for good reason, because it is the most addicting mobile game that I have on my phone, and it's not even close, because I'm a football junkie, and I'm a team-building junkie. And if you're enjoying this series, you probably are too, which means football, Ultimate Football GM is probably for you. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you're res- responsible for managing every strategic aspect of your team, everything from the salary cap to coaches and coordinators to the draft to uh, player discipline, finances, you name it. It's on you. It's your play. And the objective is to build yourself a dynasty, all in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go and as you want to. It's my favorite thing about it. Locked on Dolphins listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store that is Locked On in all caps in the game store. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That is ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So Anton Harrison, um, playing in the Big 12. I said I did discriminate a little bit against Big 12 trench players. Um, There's some good habits that are bred with what he ultimately faced, uh, and then there are some projection challenges uh, that are a little bit murky uh, for Anton Harrison. I think his lateral mobility is excellent. As far as fitting in this system, his ability to string laterally and flow at the point of attack is one of his better traits. He's very light on his feet for a 315-pound tackle. I would have guessed he was lighter than that just by watching him play with the grace in which he plays. Now, the good news is the Oklahoma offense has plenty of incidences of tackles blocking in space. That was the other trait. And I mean, I've graded six of these tackles now. The consensus five and Harrison at this point. And of those consensus five and Harrison, Anton Harrison got the best grade for blocking in space, 
and he got tied for the best grade in lateral mobility of any of the tackles that I've evaluated. Now, lateral mobility, that's a tier one trait. This is the tied for the most important trait I'm evaluating tackles for. So that's really um, kind of a notch in his belt that I think you can get pretty excited about projecting him into a system like what the Dolphins are expected to continue to run. You like the fact that he played right tackle for a game. I don't think that that's necessarily um, a transition that wouldn't come without its lumps as a career left tackle at Oklahoma. Played one game at right tackle. Everything else was at left guard or at left tackle. Uh, I don't think with his stature, uh, with the length that he has, that he's an ideal fit to push inside to guard. So from a versatility standpoint, I think he's a little bit more of a forecast than maybe what you would love versus a guy who's been tested in a number of different spots like a Paris Johnson, who's going to be off the board for the Dolphins. I'm not suggesting anything there, but Paris Johnson played right guard and left tackle like a year, started a year at right guard and then started a year at left tackle for Ohio State. You know that dude can get in either stance and you know that dude can play inside and outside makes the evaluation when you're trying to find your best combination of five a heck of a whole lot easier when you have that peace of mind. Anton Harrison doesn't really give you that. Um, I do think playing in the Big 12 has produced this level of patience and comfort in leverage uh, for Anton Harrison, kind of understanding my body between the ball and the defender and that's really all that matters. I don't have to go get him. I don't have to get out over top of my toes. I don't have to lunge. I don't have to chase. You see a lot of these tackles, and they get over-eager when they're trying to set up blocks or when they're being they're face-guarding. And we know Teron Armstead does that very well. Teron Armstead is more than content to say, if you're going to let me block you without touching you, then by all means, go ahead and take yourself out of the play. I'll stand here and stare at you all you want. It's one of the best things that about Teron Armstead is the patience and the confidence in his movement skills. And I see that with Anton Harrison. That's a nice trait to have. But when you're looking for translatability, man, this is where it gets tough. Because when you're in the Big 12 and everybody wants to run five-man protections and everybody's running these spread offenses with vertical shots down the field and the running gun and the air raid, you get a lot of drop eight coverage. When you have eight men in coverage, that means you're only rushing with three. And usually, how they defend that in the Big 12 is they're going to put a guy head up on the nose, and they're going to put somebody on the inside shade of the inside shoulder of both offensive tackles, and they're going to rush with three. You don't get a lot of that in the NFL. The correlation, the one-for-one one of those reps is not really there. Now, you've seen some players, Charles Cross is a great example from Mississippi State, was drafted in the top 10, phenomenal athlete, renowned for his pass protection. He played for the late Mike Leach at Mississippi State before he got drafted by Seattle. And Charles Cross assimilated to the NFL wonderfully. As an all-around player in Seattle, you know, they, they like to pound the rock. But Anton Harrison's not that kind of athlete, and that's why he's not being discussed in the stratosphere that Charles Cross was as a top 10 pick before he eventually went in the top 10. Anton Harrison right now is a, you're looking at teams at the tail end of the first round and wondering if they would draft an Anton Harrison with the Kansas City Chiefs at 31 draft Anton Harrison. 
knowing that they lost Orlando Brown Jr. and Andrew Wiley. They lost both of their tackles in free agency. Would that be a guy that they would draft? And if not, then suddenly you get back to the part of the draft process or the draft order where all the teams that stunk last year, who were picking early, who needed tackles, already took them. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. I'm talking about Anton Harrison and how he fits with the Dolphins' scheme. Um, I think he carries himself very gracefully. He made the, I was glad that the, the player comp of Christian Derisaw popped up because the balance and movement skills, I think, are pretty comparable. And Derisaw had a, a couple injuries his first season in, in the NFL and, and became a very good player last year for Minnesota. So I think Anton Harrison, uh, in, in that regard, has parallels to a lot of likable players. Uh, the question is the, the transition from the Big 12 to the NFL game and how seamlessly that would take place. And then I do think there's some, some discipline uh, with, with grabbiness and hands where he's looking to manipulate guys and torque guys to, to turn them out of gaps. Uh, but he's a little overeager and he might grab you and pull you and got held for a couple penalties for stuff with the quarterback getting outside the pocket. So... Uh, I do think penalties, hand technique, hand strike zone, hand discipline for Anton Harrison is an area for growth. I have some questions, but I see the foundation of a really good pass protector. Now, let me talk a little bit about gravitational pull, uh, because that, that's not necessarily something you affiliate uh, with NFL offensive linemen. Gravitational pull is usually reserved for planets and black holes, right? <laughs> gravitational pull for me is when players, when, it, when a defender enters your vacancy as a blocker, how well do you take the air out of that space, get attached on a guy in close quarters, when a guy's trying to scrape up over top of you and you're able to get a hand on him, but you're not framed and turned and have your back between him and the ball carrier. But when you're flowing and climbing and that linebacker scraping up over top, how effective are you in negating that player in a three-dimensional plane when both of you are flowing in nonlinear situations? How good is your, your hand grasp or how powerful are your hands in that instance is? And that those, these things are all covered in the other traits, but it's really been a helpful tool for me in evaluating offensive linemen to identify not just, okay, close quarters combat, but in every plane imaginable, whether you're getting rushed with a nickel blitzer and you got to way get some depth, can you, can you take the air out of that and really close that down so that defender has to defeat you in a close quarter situation when the buildup to that encounter is not a close quarter situation? That's how I would define gravitational pull. And as it pertains for Anton Harrison, he's got requisite arm length. He's got above average movement skills. I think he has good gravitational pull. Now, I don't think he's dominant, and I think because of some of the discipline with his hands, it's an area that can continue to improve. But I think he generally flows well. I think he generally tracks defenders as he's moving in three-dimensional planes to be able to anticipate what pathway he needs to take and how aggressive he needs to get to make sure he can, then can then set himself up to win as blocking in space. 
Because again, blocking in space and lateral mobility were the two traits for Anton Harrison that rung the hardest for me. And uh, as a result, he scored pretty well. Um, where the Dolphins would have to draft him, that's where we're finishing here today on the show. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If I had to forecast Anton Harrison right now uh, into the NFL, I think he'd be an adequate level starter immediately. That's no small thing. Uh, lots of linemen... It's not pie in the sky. Uh, Evan Neal, the top 10 tackle for the Giants, is a great example. He was awful last year, like objectively awful last year. Amidst all of his traits and all of his gifts and all of his length, I think Harrison has the foundation to be a, an adequate level starter immediately for an NFL franchise. I do have him down as 50-50 availability. I think it's, I would skew it's more unlikely that Anton Harrison is available for you at 51 than it is that he is available. But in the same sense of, is he worth going and getting to the same degree that Darnell Washington is at the tight end position? That's why we're having the conversation. Because I do, do not think this is a player that is a slam dunk top 25 pick. And if he gets past the Chiefs at 31, if the T Chiefs, pick Blake Freeland, or they pick Jalen Duncan, or they pick Matthew Bergeron, or if Darnell Wright slides for whatever reason, the Bengals need a right tackle. And he gets past those first five, six spots in the, first, in the second round, all bets are off, right? This could be a player that is worth pursuing aggressively enough to go up and get. What I would say when comparing Harrison to the player at the other position that I advocated for at tight end to move up for uh, as a possibility, that being Darnell Washington, Harrison did not grade in the same stratosphere as what Darnell Washington did uh, within their own ecosystems of grading them specifically for the Dolphins. I graded Anton Harrison out as about an 81 and a half out of 100. Um, it's a strong grade. It's competitive versus some of the guys that we are considering amongst the top five to be consensus first-round players, the, the Skaronskis and Broderick Joneses of the world. Uh, I think Anton Harrison is a, a comparable prospect to those players. Uh, not to say that I, I think he is a lock to get drafted in the same stratosphere, but Darnell Washington was like a 93 out of 100. And th this is what's really cool about what we're starting and planning on doing uh, with the subtext community uh, as well. You guys can text in at 305-419-3924 to join the subtext community, kind of get behind the scenes, talk individually with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, we'll kind of show you guys 
some of the resources that I'm using to build out the dolphin specific board. And then any given day, you can pop in with, with those materials through subtext and you can see the updated rankings of all the players of all the positions together in that organic draft board. And it kind of will give you a better idea of visualization of how I can like Anton Harrison. I could say, Hey, you might have to trade up for this player, but it wouldn't be getting the same kind of value as what in getting a Darnell Washington in this offense is because I think just Darnell Washington is that much more of a rare player where I think Anton Harrison is a good offensive tackle prospect. Now that opens up a whole other can of worms. Positional value is a great offense or great tight end prospect who can be a quality starter for you sooner rather than later. Is that more impactful than an adequate level starting tackle who can go on to be a quality starter for you in time uh, at the offensive tackle position. That's the mystery. That's the, the great debate. And everybody is entitled to their own opinion there. And I'm not going to tell you what's right and what's wrong. But what I will say is Anton Harrison actually stacks above one of the big five for me when grading him for the Dolphins because I graded all these guys against what they would be for the Dolphins. Anton Harrison, fifth, is currently my fifth offensive tackle, and I've done six grades. Um, and then I have Blake Freeland, Matthew Bergeron, Jalen Duncan, and Jordan McFadden as the other four tackles that we're planning on doing, and those will be the four that get the one-on-ones uh, this week on Locked on Dolphins. Might do one on Darnell Wright from Tennessee. But it's, it's really fascinating to take the preconceived notions of the tackle group and put them through this foil for Miami because we largely haven't had these conversations because Miami doesn't have a first-round pick. But I think Anton Harrison, with the movement skills that he has, along with the, the length and along with the stature, is a player who could be a meaningful player um, and is a player who would warrant some level of the debate if he slipped past 36, 37, 38, is that a player that you go up and get? It's worth considering. As far as how the rest of this group unfolds, you're just going to have to follow along for the ride. So make sure to hit subscribe here on Locked on Dolphins. You can listen to Locked on Dolphins or watch Locked on Dolphins on YouTube or wherever you catch your favorite podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs. I'm going to wish you guys a great rest of your day. I'll be back to talk with you all again soon. So fins up, keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked on Network. Make it a great rest of your day. Talk to you all again soon. Peace. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.